Welcome to Between Two Runners, a podcast with a focus on the Gainesville running scene and beyond. Let's get into the show. Good afternoon and welcome to Between Two Runners. I don't know where this accent is coming from. But anywho, my guest today, all the way from the other side of town. Hello, hello. It's Steph. How you do? I do good. How do you do? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for asking. So the last time we chatted was about five years ago. Actually, I was thinking about this. I was like just pregnant with Rowan. So yeah. it would have been, he's he's going to be four in March. So yeah, okay. you're... You're right. It's been close to five years. Wow. Time flies. I know. I mean, I've seen you between now and then. But yeah. <laughs> we have talked. This yes. <laughs> is not recorded. So catch us up. What's been going on since those days? Oh, man. Well, I, um, I don't, I'm pretty boring, honestly. I, it's the same old. Like, I'm going to work, and I'm being a mom, and I'm running, and <laughs> just hanging out. So um, I did take about two and a half years off of running after Rowan, during and after Rowan. Um, mm-hmm. My body just is not one of those bodies that allows for running while pregnant or nursing. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty much back in the in the swing of things. Like I said, he'll be four next, or not next month, the month after. And uh, yeah, I not much has changed with me. <laughs> right. Same old, same old. <laughs> So the last time we chatted during a recording process, you had just finished up CIM. Yes. Yes, actually. Yep. So I ran CIM, ran 302 in that marathon. Um, so I, I do have a little bit. I, my goal for that race was sub three. So I probably mentioned it. I do have some unfinished business with the with the marathon. But, um, you know, maybe it'll happen. Maybe it won't. But yeah, so CIM, and then shortly after that, Kelly and Georgiana and I went over to um, oh Houston. What's, what's the place? They did do Houston. They did do Houston in January. But that was like right before I gave birth. I think I was like thirty weeks pregnant when I went with them over to Houston. Um, it was so much fun. But yeah, we did Shark Bite Half Marathon like right after CIM. That was really fun because it was a team race, and you'll get to do that very often as an adult runner. Um, and then, yeah, I think I was – then it went went into pregnancy shortly after that. So I hadn't really run much races, actually, since – or many races since you and I have talked last. Okay. And you're, you're, uh, you're pretty famous around town now. It's pretty amazing. I see you, but I'm always too far away to yell. <laughs> I'm so slow, so I'm sure you would have no problem catching me. No, no, no. I mean, in the car, I'll be driving and I'll, like, make sure my kids see you. We always wave, not that you're aware of it, but there, I'm sure myself, my kids, and a lot of other people are always waving at uh, at the mighty Thor running around town. Oh, oh, you've actually seen that? Yes. Oh, absolutely. I'm glad it brings some sort of enjoyment. Oh, for sure. We love it. That's what it's all about. So you have a big race coming up this week. I do. I do on oh, Sunday. Okay. Yep. So it's the Mary Andrews half marathon and marathon. And um, like I said, it was a little bit tough for me getting back into shape after Rowan. Um, and first of all, I love running. It doesn't, how fast I run is not the most important thing to me. I really just want to be doing it. Um, 
but I was starting to see some improvements in practice. And then Kelly and Georgianne and I did the wine glass half marathon in October. And it was funny because I hadn't really told anyone my goals, but I was like on a really good day. Like if I think I can run 135, I, I told like one or two people, but, um, and I got there and my plan was to run anywhere between 135 and 145, just depending how the day went. And, um, I had zero plan, showed up to the race start and they were getting ready. And I was like, I think I'm going to run with a 135 pace group and just see how long I can hang on. And I hung on decently well. And so after that race, um, I definitely cried some happy tears and then decided that I really wanted a, a goal and like a focus for the next, you know, 14 weeks. And the Florida Track Club does such a good job at putting on races. It's it's local, it's friendly. Um, obviously the race means something to us local runners being named after Mary Andrews, who passed away um, from cancer. And that was one of the last races that she ran. Um, so, you know, I just gave myself a shot and training's been, training's been going well. So I hope it happens. Um, my kids throwing in a bit of a loop now by getting a stomach bug so hopefully i don't actually get that but we'll see we'll see how it goes now going back to shark bite how did you do with that shark bite so it's funny i was like so ready for a break after cim we trained we trained hard for that um and one thing i'm not great at is like all the other recovery i'll always put the work in but i don't necessarily like sleep enough or rest enough you know that um, sleep. What is yeah, sleep. Oh, who needs it? So, um, yeah. So for shark bite, I took like two weeks off after CIM and then was running again for like two weeks and then did shark bite. So I remember that being like very painful, <laughs> but also really, really fun. It was a girl's trip, which was always fun. And then the team race. Um, but yeah, I remember the first half being great. And then the second half being very, very hard. And then I think there was a headwind like the last two miles, but it is a really fun race. Um, they did a great job. The prizes were fun. The people were great. So I, I, I have really good memories from that, even if it was really tough. Yep. And those medals were as big as your face. Oh my gosh. They were amazing. And then because we actually, thanks to Kelly and Georgiana, I think they got first and second. Um, I don't actually remember what place I got, but we won the team event because they placed so high and we got these like huge this wooden shark that I still have actually and this big check and it was just a really cool, it was very cool for like middle-aged moms to be <laughs> holding, right. up, holding up these cool checks and trophies. That was a really cool experience. Oh, and then there was the race announcer that called everyone out because you were in quote unquote swimsuits and it was 20 below. Oh my gosh, you're <laughs> like bun huggers and tanks oh uh, yeah they totally called us out this start i love that you're remembering this mm -hmm. oh it's so good it's very like us too so to be just ridiculous what was your previous pr with the half marathon distance so my pr for the half is actually 125 um from 2017 and then I've run under 130. Do you know what's funny? I was thinking about this the other day. Like I haven't actually run that many halves or that many marathons. Yeah, I think I've squeaked under 130 a few times. How's the training block for your upcoming race? This training block was um, 
It was wild. I mean, it was great. I really put my head down and, and I decided to just basically do everything I could do. <laughs> you know, like sometimes I skip like the lifting or the stretching or the rolling or the, you know, body work or eating and um, just it's so hard to fit it all in. But I tried as hard as I could to do everything, but also probably my biggest goal for this training block was to prioritize rest and recovery because that's not one of my strengths. I'm very, very good at putting the work in. I'm not as great <laughs> at recovering from that work. So I put appointments on the calendar to, I go to bodies and balance for acupuncture and um, fascia work and scar tissue work. So I just had appointments on the calendar. So it kind of forced me to, to keep up with all that. Um, my mom helped me with some food stuff. I had friends keep me accountable for lifting. And yeah, so basically this is like the biggest group effort, this training block. I had so many training partners that pulled me through or pushed me or cheered for me. So, but it was good. I, I enjoyed it. I, I honestly think I could not, I could just not race. I could just train all the time. I love training. And this training block was very, very different training than what we used to do, which is kind of fun because the same coach I had for like six years um, but I've never done some of the workouts that I did in this training block. And that was, that was fun for me. Overall, it was great. And I hope race day goes well. I genuinely do, but it's, it's not everything. A ton of people have seen me put the work in and, you know, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm there on a very, very good day. So you'd say you're one of those people who enjoys putting in the work leading up to race day. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like I swam in high school and my mom was my coach and she was like, you swim the same pace in practice that you do in races. Like I just, uh, I don't know, I've just always enjoyed kind of grinding and going and just practicing. I guess that's just, that's just a me thing. That's just who you are. Do you like races or do you like, what do you, what do you enjoy about it? Great question. Um, I would say that I enjoy race day just because that's sort of a celebration of all the work that you put in during your training block. Yeah. So it's good to celebrate those wins. That's absolutely true. Because there are some workouts where beforehand, and I'm sure you've encountered this, you're like, that's not happening. <laughs> and, then, and then you do it and you're like, okay. So, and that's, that's one of the reasons I love having a coach and a team is that I wouldn't do all that without that sort of support and someone telling me that I could. I mean, you know, long run chats are like the best chats in the yeah. world. Absolutely. You're able to solve all of the world's problems, including maybe a few of your own. Absolutely. In just a short two hours, you know. What would you say you've learned about yourself during this training block? I am not one of those people that believe that like, I mean, I am a woman, so obviously that's my viewpoint, but like, I don't feel the need to do it all, so to speak. I do work and I do run and I am a parent and I'm not great at all those things all at once. Like one of the things that got let go in this training cycle is like the social aspect. So thankfully I love everyone that I run with because I do get to keep some part of that. But I think I learned that, you know, when, when I really do have a goal, like I can fit it in. Like some nights were tough. My mom did a lot of kid watching <laughs> for me because Tuesday nights are our medium long runs and I can't take like an hour and a half lunch break right so I have to do it after work 
Um, and I have kids in the morning, so I can't go then. And then, so did I think that I would spend 12 weeks doing hour plus runs at, you know, anywhere between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. at night? No. And I don't particularly like doing it, but I can. And I think that's, looking back has been really, really cool for me. Like, I love to re-review my Strava and everyone else's too. I'm such a Strava stalker. You like to drill down into the stats? Yeah, I mean, yes, stats, but at the same time, more just, I love to go into detail with like how I felt certain days and that's really cool to look back at because like some of my best workouts, I wasn't feeling great, you know, but they still, they still happened. And it's more of, I don't know, it's a very philosophical question, you know? <laughs> so um, it's just more, getting it's a it's a full life question in terms of like you can do it you just you just have to decide to do it and i'm glad that i decided to it's um it was tough it was really tough some weeks i was so tired and not the best mom on those weeks or you know something like maybe i ate a lot of frozen meals one week or something but i i accomplished my goal i did a pretty big improvements in some workouts over the course of the past 14 weeks. And I just, I don't know, it felt really worth it to me. Yeah. Do you have any goals beyond your upcoming race? Like a sub three, for instance? I've thought about that. Like that's that's definitely a peripheral sort of pipe dream at the moment. I love, love, love running marathons. The first one I did, um, my friend Meredith DeFranco, who I've trained through life with, we've been good friends for like 11 years now. She got in touch with me like a month beforehand. It was like 200 marathon in Chicago. And I was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. So my first experience was with a month prep. I think we did like a 20 mile run that weekend and then tapered. Um, and then, so I went to Chicago and it was all seamless. We stayed with one of our friends from grad school and I just had a great experience there. And then CIM, I did this really dedicated training cycle, so very, very different than my first experience. I immediately was like, oh my gosh, I need, I need to try again. I've learned so many lessons. But as life goes, it's been six years since that marathon. Um, I know what goes into a training cycle, and I'm not ready for that yet. <laughs> so uh, maybe when my little one gets a bit older, I will try that again. Um, but I think for now, just working on weaknesses, um, which for me is still like strength is, is good for me. Flexibility, not great mobility stuff. So yeah, the sub three would be wonderful, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. But yeah, I don't know. I think I'm just kind of all in for Sunday because I was telling, uh, I was talking to Enoch after a hard workout on Thursday and I was like, well, no one really, no one really cares how I do. Like I care obviously. And he was like, no, people will care if you do it. They won't care if you don't do it. And I was just like, oh, that's a good point. You know, like people are going to be super happy if I meet my goal. And I'm not usually a public goal sharer, but it's been, it's been fun. Cause a lot of people have been really encouraging. Like my college coach will text me and, um, like just kind of encourage me. And that's really fun. And then obviously all my teammates and my family and, um, so it's been great to have that, that support and be, be so public yeah. with my goal. Um, but yeah, no, I honestly don't, I'll keep running obviously, but, 
Uh, we'll just see how Sunday goes, and then I'll make some goals from there. Has it helped at all putting your goals out there? I think so. It is very out of my comfort zone. Like, for wine glass, I think I told one person <laughs> what my goals were. And to everyone else, I was like, oh, you know, it's just for fun. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> but I had a goal. And um, I had, like, ABC goals. It's been cool. I think it's relieved any sort of pressure from me, as weird as that sounds, because you think it'd be the opposite. Like, I feel no pressure to do it. You know, my goal was, my goal is to break 130, and I think on a very, very good day, it could happen. But yeah, it was it was more about like the training cycle and seeing if I still have potential to be the runner that I, that I think I could be. So, but yeah, I think it's helped a lot. It's been fun. And hopefully it's pushed you know, a few people to, to make their own goals and really go for some, really go for it. I'm sure you've inspired some people along the way. I hope so. That's kind of the goal. I just want, just want everyone to like running. I yeah. get it if you don't, but. <laughs> but if you do. <laughs> but if you do, go for it. I know earlier you mentioned that recovery and rest aren't exactly in your wheelhouse. What does Taper Week look like for you? I'm so glad you asked. Okay. <laughs> normally not a fan like I just I really like to train and I think this is pretty common and I'd like to hear your taper taper terror stories as well um yeah like everything every little like twinge is this potentially race ending you know pain or worried about sleep uh like I just want to sleep enough or I want to eat enough. And then obviously my kids have a stomach bug right now. So I really don't want that. And this is why you're sequestered in the garage. I'm there. They're on the couch watching TV. Um, (laughs) No, goodness. I was up like all night starting laundry and getting bowls and cleaning up. So um, yeah, sleep last night didn't go well. But yeah, taper week, I'm trying to embrace it because I know that I've put in so much work and I just need to get my legs back a little bit. Um, so I'm really, really trying to embrace it, but yeah, it's, it's not my favorite because it's, it means it's so close. It means the race is just there. You can't do anything to make it better. You can only make things worse. (laughs) You know, it's one of those like, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm genuinely trying to embrace it now. I, I am. What do you enjoy taper? Yeah. Like you, not a fan. Every little ache could be a race ending injury. I would just much rather run through the taper. No, I'm like, should I eat this? Should I eat that? Should I sleep? Should I rest? Should I roll? Oh my gosh, this hurts. What do I do? Water. Yeah, like, what what am I going to wear? Like, it's everything. Yeah, taper. But but it's necessary, so. So how will you be spending your taper week? We will do a little tune-up Monday. Hopefully I'm ready to go for that. Um, And then easy run Tuesday. Off Wednesday teeny tiny pickups on Thursday, easy Friday, easy Saturday, and then go time. It's wild. I was talking to David Tenney and a few of the people yesterday and I was like, this went so fast. Like, <laughs> it just is already here and I'm excited, but also a little bit nervous. You've got this friend. Ah! I hope so. You're so strong. So fast. Oh, man. You just tell me that. I, like, words of affirmation are necessary for me, so. (laughs) 
Yeah, I uh, I have no shame. I thought about posting like, please send me encouragement because that is what I love. How about your nutrition during the week of taper? I'm sticking to bland foods today, just just in case I've picked up a little bit of a a virus. But um, I'll probably do pretty normal foods like Monday through Wednesday, maybe Thursday, and then I'll start to lay off like. Because um, I eat a lot of vegetables and stuff. So I'll start to lay off of a fiber like, you know, Saturday, Friday, Saturday. Um, get some good old carbo loading in. But I'll do it more like um, building building that instead of like just Saturday eat a bunch of carbs or something. Because um, my body's not really, really used to that. So I don't want to throw it off too much. But yeah, just making sure I'm getting hydration. Um, I sweat a ton. So making sure my electrolyte balance is good. Not too much caffeine, so I can actually sleep. And, yeah. But I do look forward to the carb load. What about you? I, too, enjoy a carb load. But then again, I eat like a 12-year-old, so every day is like a carb-loading day. Including, but not limited to, finding Sour Patch Kids on my chest when I wake up the next day. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's talk about your kicks. I remember last time, last discussion, you were a big fan of the Brooks Hyperion. Where are you at now? I love those, and that is what I wore for the for CIM. You have such a good memory, by the way. Like this is this is incredible. So for race day, I will do the Asics um, Meta Speed Sky. For just training, I I do I do have a trusty pair of Brooks uh, Hyperion tempos, um, and then I'll do the Saucony Endorphin. Speed, so the one with the nylon plate for like the, I love those. yeah, I really do too. I'm not, I'm not actually a big fan of the, the pros, but um, I prefer the speeds, and I'll do the like, medium long runs so I don't get beat up quite as much um, in some workouts. And then on easy runs, I'll do the Kinvara. So I do try to give myself a little bit of variety and not be in any sort of super shoe all the time. I don't know. I feel like on race day, you're like get little extra superpowers, and that's one of them. Is there anything else we need to cover about your upcoming race? Probably the biggest thing I try to get across in my in my training check-ins is more just that, like, consistency is way bigger than, like, actual numbers or, um, you know, team support is really, really wonderful, and it's gotten me really far. I mean, I think I've trained with basically everyone on the team since I've been back after rowing like I just I was like group hopping and then um I like walk jogged for a while and then mm-hmm. as they started to move up I just I don't know it's just been I don't it's just been great like I think that's been my favorite part about all of it is I didn't set out to sp- hit specific numbers I just head out to be really consistent and try to improve and um you know, hopefully that means 130 or sub 130 on race day. But I think as long as you're out there and doing it, that's amazing. And um, and it does help if, if you can find people. I know some people can't fit it into schedules or um, they may not be where they, they live. But having a group of like-minded people, especially if you can meet a few times to keep you accountable, is... I mean, you know, like I, I see your, your friend runs and like, um, I just think that's one of the cooler parts about running as an adult is that it is your social hour and somehow like all runners are cool. So (laughs) 
Yeah, I mean, not to brag or anything, but we're pretty much the coolest. We're pretty awesome. Just yeah. ask us. <laughs> but no, it's good. I think, uh, and I hope I didn't misrepresent because I genuinely was like not a stellar everything during this. Like something was always sort of taking a back seat, um, whether it being like parenting or I just needed a lot of help during this cycle. And I was really lucky to have it. So it takes a village. It certainly does. It takes a very big village, and I've got I've got a great one, and I know I'm very very fortunate with that. So Absolutely. yeah, but I do. Oh, do you know what? One other thing, I'm gonna use yes. this pla- I'm gonna use this platform for this. Um, I was running with so someone started with the team recently, and we became like fast training partners. Um, she's a little bit quicker than me, which is amazing. But we were talking the other day, and I was saying like how one of the best things that I learned when I joined the team was like how to use each other's strengths to to all improve like when I first started running with the team like I think Kelly and Georgianne joined shortly after and we all had like very different strengths and I think that's part of the reason that where we improved so much is because like on tempo days or days where we had floats like I would take the lead just because I I just like doing that kind of stuff and then Georgianne was like this 205, 800-meter runner at Kentucky, and then Kelly can just, like, go. You give Kelly a pace, and she's going to do it, and it's amazing. And I think when I really learned to, like, embrace that and just really be happy that we had people that were, like, surrounded surrounded ourselves with, like, better people – um, and like, even now on the team, like I, I in certain workouts, I'm like, all right, they're going to crush a 400. They're going to crush a 200. They're going to crush a tempo. And like, I'm just going to hang on to them. And, uh, but I think we all do that for each other. And I think that's probably one of the coolest things about, about training right now. And so like a big thank you to everyone who lets me just hang on to them <laughs> in workouts <laughs> so that I can try to get a little bit better. <laughs> Yeah. Can I just like hang on to your coattails? Thank you. That's that's kind of one of the things I kept meaning to mention in my in my check-ins, but I always forget because you know I'm forgetful. Yeah. I mean, if you can find someone who can make you better in what way, like, uh, and then you know, I run with um, someone I work with, Jenny, and she's she's really helped me on my mental game because I'll say sort of like self-deprecating things, and she's like, nope nope that's not allowed here and I'm like okay okay like, I, yeah I can do this okay so yeah it's uh it's fantastic so I don't know I'm, I'm really fortunate so I don't I just I just want that out of the world like a big thank you to everyone because I'm surrounded by the best people who you know runners we can talk about running running all the time who want to talk about running and are cool people all around and will help you uh, improve. And I hope, I hope I've helped other people too. So. Absolutely. And having joined team FTC myself recently, I can attest that it's a very good group of folks. It's a great group. Now to just set my alarm to make it to more of these long runs. Terribly sorry I missed Deer Dodge. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, because last time I was at Micanopy, that was a terrible day. I like somehow missed the turn. I was late. I ended up waiting till everyone else's like second loop and I was like, maybe I'll just go home. I'm not into this. And I saw you starting and I was like, 
okay, I've got to just wait it out, you know? Um, but yeah, yesterday, someone hit a deer, no one from the team, like initially. And then Enoch ran over it. And like his car was so bad. He and I both ended up at another team member's house yesterday, Dave Tenney. And Dave helped us like power spray the bottom of our car to get like deer off of it. And, <laughs> but we must've been like, the second and like fifth people to hit it. There was another person on the team, Jeff, who had some in his wheel and like, of course you feel horrible for the driver and the deer, but oh man, that was, that was not the Saturday any of us had planned, but we, we did a lot of, a lot of our Saturday was spent cleaning the bottom of a car. So perhaps in some circles that would be considered cross training. Yeah. But I'm glad you missed that. But Mikinopi was beautiful yesterday. So I am sorry you missed Make Thank you so much for your time, Steph. Thank you. Uh, I love talking about running. So I, and he said that message and I was like, yep, let's talk about more running. <laughs> let's do this. Let's do it. Will you be out at the race? My schedule's a big silly goose, but if I can arrange it, yes, I will be there to cheer everyone on, yourself included. Fabulous. It should be good. I heard there's like um, a little over a hundred or there over a hundred. So we think... Probably a hundred will show up. Um, you know, some people don't show on race day, but the weather's looking good, and uh, and we'll have pacers out there, so should be a good day for all. Most days. Yes. Well, thank you as always. It was lovely talking to you, and I can't wait to recap the British shows that we're we've recommended. So. Yes. Yes, we shall watch all of the shows. Take care, my friend. Good times. All right. Bye. <laughs> Listening to Between Two Runners, a podcast. you buy pancakes.